Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. To find out more, visit us online at cityonahillgaming.com or follow us on Twitter at City on a Hill Game. We hope you enjoy our show. And we now we move on to the meat of Microscope. All right. We are doing rounds of history. All right. So the way this works, just to refresh, the focus is de- is determined by the lens. And I'm going to go ahead and start as the lens because, again, I've done this before. Um, just to give you guys some idea of how this works. The lens is going to choose a focus, the theme of this round. And again, this can be anything. We can talk about a concept. We can talk about an institution. We can talk about places. Whatever it is. Okay? And that's the general theme that we're going to be discussing. Okay? And then we'll go around the table, add things loosely related to that theme. Okay? So if the theme is justice, anything that you can vaguely connect to justice is stuff we talk about. Okay? Um, and then we wrap up with me adding one or two themes or one or two elements, all right? And if I add two, those need to be nested under each other. And as a reminder, if you look at the top here, their history has three levels. There's periods, which are spans of time with some thematic connection, events, which are events happening within that period at a particular time and place in the order we describe. Then you can put things before or after any other event or any other period, totally fine. Or scenes, which are, okay, this happened and either this is what happened and I dictate it, or we play it out real quick and figure out what happened when we ask a question about the event. Is the period the same as the timeline or it could be smaller or it could be the timeline? uh, Periods here are like segments of the timeline and then event, like again, periods of time. Okay. Okay. So it could be, you know, the rise of the such and such empire. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Or, you know, uh, that kind of thing within is a good example timeline. of a period. I'm sorry? Within, within the timeline. Yeah. everything okay. happens within the boundaries of the bookends that we've established. Okay. Okay. And then at the end of it, um, you know, the lens finishes up. I add one more element. And then the person who went just before me calls out a legacy, something suggested by the round, but not explored. And they then add a scene or event relating to that legacy, to one of the legacies we've identified, including the new one, if they want. And then the next person is the lens and we move on and we do this at least five times, right? Because there's five of us. And Uh, and it, hmm? yeah, I'm assuming even though this is a quarter of what we're doing, this is the large quarter. Yes, absolutely. Got it. So I'm going to say that our our focus for this first round is habitable systems, okay? And I, so I'm going to start us off uh, by creating a period. And I'm going to say that this is, well, I I think it's going to be light, but we'll see. My first period here is going to be settlement of the near boundary. So near boundary Alpha is Centauri and yeah, 
So the near, oh, yeah, and, and here I'm envisioning the near boundary being the first area we settle, you know, that is settled. It's where humanity or whatever species, I'm assuming humanity, we're, I'm being very anthropocentric here, but it's where we first enter this sector from and we the first stuff that we find. And I think this is a, a light period. This is exciting and fun, right? Okay. So that's a that's a period, settlement of the near boundary. This is probably pretty early in our expansion process. People can create events under this, or we can create entirely different periods. But I'm going to pass. So, Ben. So this is period or... Per, or an like, event so within like, an established period, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I am honestly drawing a complete blank at the moment. Okay. Uh, can we circle back to me? Well, um, let, let me let me say this, um, just so that we can keep moving things in order here. You can certainly yeah. ask for help, but again, the, the the goal is mostly to have each of these be done without interference from other players. Right, okay. right. But of course, you can ask for help. Certainly. Um, um, again, I mean, you can, wouldn't you just can come up with something take that me happens... and put me in a later portion of the order be the all the help he needs? Like, if he just wants more time to think, that's yeah, that seems reasonable. Sure, I'm, I'm fine. Put me Peter. down one. Sure, Peter, you got something? Yep. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna put this as like a very, very early event. I'm gonna call this the starting blocks. And this is a specific event mm-hmm. because I want this to be. Um, this FTL technology is developed in some traditionally like not considered to be like a great power nation and open sourced. I was actually thinking Malawi and the, the scientists that developed this open source it. Okay. So which um, sets us off a massive gold rush to the stars. Right. <clears throat> um, so, uh, so our, our EFTL, Extended Faster Than Light Travel. Yep. Developed in Malawi. Okay, so you've kind of redescribed. Well, okay, so this event, you're, you're, you're talking about the event of EFTL being developed in Malawi and open sourced. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the team comes up with it and immediately like, open sources that puts the plans up on the internet available for anybody. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that, and is that light or dark? That's very light. (laughs) Okay. As a reminder, you can absolutely have dark events within light periods, light events within dark periods. These ups and downs of dramatic tone are important, right? They, They give us variety. All sure, right. and I've got some dark stuff, but Excellent. not this. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Ben, back to you. So we want robots. Are the are we doing AI robots? Is that the, the plan with that? That uh, and the question, the other question I have for this mm-hmm. is: Are they? Is it human tech or is this alien tech? It's your turn. You tell me. Um, I because huge Battlestar kid. Um, I like the idea of. Um, as we are developing EFTL, we dis- we come across at some point post, obviously post Malawi open source, we discover a, I don't want to say race, but a group of 
sentient AI robot. So whether that's AI, I probably, let's go AI, um, hive minded AI, I guess, um, alien robot race. Okay. As a dark. So, uh, so does this happen before or after the settlement of the near boundary? Does this ha- When does this happen? Um, I would say post, post settlement of the near boundary. Okay. So is this a period maybe of conflict? Yes. All right. So how about we make this a period, uh, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking up a little more than I should here, but I'm, I'm trying to kind of walk you guys no, through you're how, good. The, how this works. I'm I think that's necessary. Really, here. really yeah. vague right here. Um, so, and, and this gives us room, you know, con- uh, conflict with. So I'm, I kind of think if it makes any sense, more sense, uh, okay, what I'm kind of thinking is um, along the lines of like Lost in Space, the new, the reboot of Lost in Space, where the alien robot sentience um, is something that we stumbled across that initiates conflict, whether that's because of, uh, I would say probably because of uh, misunderstanding more than hostile versus peaceful. All right. So do we want to call this period the first AI war? Yeah. Let's do that. Cool. All right. We've established a new period that we can play around in. Ryan? Uh, I want to go under new boundary. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So th- new boundary is a period, right? Yep. Okay. I want to do an event. Uh, I've discovered my only issue with microscope. Uh, I no longer only want to play this for three sessions. Yeah, that's that's the problem. <laughs> that's, I have discovered the true curse of microscope. Okay, there's yep, nothing saying that we can't put this world in a little jar. And... That's true. Yeah, we can keep coming back yeah. to it. Um, that's the beautiful thing about microscope. We can come back to different points in time. That's also true. And do stuff. I want to do All light. Right, so you had an event for uh, during the settlement of the near boundary. What yes. was that? I want to do a light event. Um, well, let's talk about the event first, and then we'll okay. We yeah. do the event, and then we figure out the tone. Uh, I want to do something called the creation of the coalition, which is all of the, I guess, civilization settlements, whatever that are between whatever the starting point is, if we're calling that earth or whatever we're calling it mm-hmm. and the edge of the new boundary, not as some kind of like giant Republic, but as a united we're together as we go out to whatever's past the edge of the new boundary. I don't want to make some kind of giant lake empire, but I want there to be an understanding of amongst the surrounding planets that are part of the edge up to the new boundary. Okay, so I'm going to label this loose unification of old earth and new systems under the banner of the coalition. That works. Newly settled systems. Okay, cool. So that's a great event. And light or dark? Uh, I'm going to go light. And I'm going to assume there are some alien races in there somewhere. Okay, so old Earth, newly settled systems, and that may include some alien races. Newly that are in discovered the alien spe- uh, species under the banner of the coalition. Okay, cool. Works for me, Daniel. I think I'm going to go for an event after the first AI okay. war. All right, and as a quick reminder, uh, our focus is habitable systems. I've been bad about calling out the focus, but that's all right. But yeah, go ahead. Ah, right. Um, Event uh, during the first AI war? Uh, after the first AI war. Or that concludes the first AI war. Okay. 
um, which uh, we would call like the AI treaty uh, that we would recognize the sovereignty of the AI colony and their space. And I presume ends ends the AI war. Yeah, that's presumably a treaty ends a war, yes. Wait. Yeah, but it's basically like no win. Uh, in my mind, it's like not a win or a loss. It's, you know, I think you'd said that it can't started from like a misunderstanding. So there was a war and we were able to reach a treaty. So they have AI space and we have i space <laughs> okay so we have so how about this the ai treaty establishes sovereignty of ais and ai societies ending the conflict yes all right light or dark uh i would call that light okay because i could I can, can i throw a name on the treaty uh you are welcome to come up with one i was thinking that just a simple the um uh what did i just have i just had my head um going off of your words here um the uh sentient sovereignty treaty that way as we are talking about it colloquially it would be the sst sure it's not bad it's got a good ring i like sst that's that's mm-hmm. a good uh initialism to just throw in there acknowledging both the sentience of both sides and yeah okay cool i dig that and i like that um just as an aside, as a nice precedent for how we will interact with AI going forward, because yeah. there's there's a, a recognition that they're sentient. Absolutely. That's good. Okay. Um, I'm going to come up with one more here as in my role as uh, the lens here. Add one more element. I'm going to throw in an event um in the settlement of the new boundary um and we're gonna say uh i'm gonna call this collapse Uh, let's see uh working through this here sorry uh collapse of the somebody give me a nice planet sounding name um brindle of what brindle brindle uh, uh, yeah, Grindle Four. There we go. I also uh, like this as a precedent of uh, naming planets after fictitious things. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to call this a, a dark one, but there's a somewhere in here the Grindle Four society just completely collapses. Um. So not like a physical planetary falls apart collapse, like a socioeconomic or something um yeah not, not the not the planet well, like implodes but like okay society yeah, breaks it society could be falls the ter- well and, and we haven't gone into the details here oh that's okay? true that's true this could be a terraforming failure this could be a leadership failure this could be socioeconomic it could be any number of things but this um the collapse of the grindle force is um you know, uh, ex- expansion, colony, settlement, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
uh, I'm, I'm going to say colony just for lack of a better uh, or uh, society. Let's just call it that. Uh, sends uh, scatters refugees throughout the near boundary. There we go. Okay, so we've done one round. Almost. Last thing to do, Daniel, you went right before me. Okay. Yep. You need to uh, pick a legacy, something suggested by what we've talked about this round, but something we haven't really explored. So to make sure I'm understanding this right, uh, for example, could I say the uh, EFTL uh, that was developed uh, comes from uh, uh, ancient technology that we discovered. And so the big breakthrough came in Malawi, but was from the technology, like you ancient sure relic could? technology. Yeah. Uh, right. I'd, okay, hang on. I'd kind of like to avoid that because what I'm trying to do is make it so that somebody from a marginally you know, usually marginal part of the earth actually came up with a good idea on their own. And you're kind of going ancient aliens on me here. Like, Oh, those Egyptians couldn't have built the pyramids. Okay. It must've been aliens. <laughs> Could we maybe do that with like the robots or yeah, uh, some me, other thing? I get where you're coming from on this. And I, I agree with you. I am going to remind you though. We do generally need to let everybody come up with stuff on their own. Because that's how, that is how microscope works. Is it's a lot of, okay, I didn't see that coming in, but here it is. Now I got to work with it. In terms of overall structure, I think it's fine. But just as a reminder, that's that's how microscope is designed to work. It's weirdly enough, like the collaboration is, huh? How do I work with that? <laughs> in a lot of okay, ways. But, I think but, I have but a in terms of tone and okay, and other Grant, things, I'm with you on that. Like I'm totally Grant, fine with it. This Grant, is just a reminder. I tapped the X card here. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand I understand that. I'm just saying that I, I want to remind you that that's how the game as is. A I understand how microscope works. I tapped the X card here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. I just I'm trying to clarify, not not countermand you. Does that All make right. sense? Okay. So we're gonna yep. back that up. Yeah. And let's go with, you know what, instead, let's say that maybe it's um, in settling the near boundary that we find some more of those ancient artifacts. So after the EFTL. Okay, we're, we're talking, let's identify a legacy here. What's something that we have hinted at, but haven't explored? What caused the collapse of Grindel 4? Does that work? Because you said you left it vague. I, I have left it vague, yeah. Okay, so when we talk about a legacy here, this is something that people can keep coming back to. Okay. Um, so this may be a big event, right? I think but then this, for, for the purposes of what we're doing tonight, I think it's best for the start of each time we do something different in Microscope, if maybe despite how the structure is, you maybe take the lead the first time because I think we're a little uncertain how to proceed. Okay, yeah. Well, I and, you know, I might call, um, call out, like, you know, colony collapse or, um, you know, we, we've we got... 
we just mentioned newly discovered alien species. My legacy might be aliens. We have we we've hinted at aliens. We we kind of just mentioned in passing that aliens exist. Okay, well, but we okay, haven't explored then, those. Then, then to give Daniel kind of what he was originally trying to do, how about just the discovery of alien artifacts? Sure. Or how about they the, don't the discovery? Have to be tied to anything, but here's the first one somewhere yeah. in here. Or, or Daniel, how does this sound? The discovery of aliens. We're not yeah, alone. Sure. You know. I guess that, that does tie to that would in theory tie to the EFTL. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Sure. Alien societies. Those exist. That's cool. And the reason I want to be kind of strict about this is the next time we do a legacy, right? Which would be my turn because Ben's going to be the next focus. I pick a legacy. I can pick from our new legacy to choose uh, to create an item from or one of the existing legacies that we've established. Okay. That, that's why I'm being a little picky about these. All right. So Daniel, okay, now sorry, that we've established. Say, say that last thing again. Um, we get to explore a legacy, right? We add an event or scene relating to one of the legacies, including the new one that we just came up with. And when I say we, I mean the player who went just before the lens, the person identifying the legacy. So you can either pick up a legacy or create a new one. Well, you create a new one, but the event or scene you create can relate to any legacy, including the one you just created. It's okay. kind of a little bonus thing. So it's a two part. It's the the legacy has two portions. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. You come up with a legacy, and then one, not a period, but an event or scene relating to it. Got it. Okay. So, all right. So Daniel, give me an event or scene relating to alien societies. Let's see, an event or scene relating to alien societies. Uh, I I guess I can keep this kind of vague, but sure. how about uh, learning alien agriculture? Hmm. Okay. Uh, where? What does that fall under? What What period is that? Uh, I suppose the period would. Let's see. I it I guess it would either be under settlement of the near boundary, or it could be even after um maybe it could be after like the first AI war when the conflict is settled down, so now we have time to like focus on growing instead of just surviving. Hmm. Okay. Where do you want it? Uh, I like my second answer better. Okay. Uh, so, so how would we phrase that? Uh, development of exoterrestrial agriculture. The exoterrestrial agricultural revolution. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like a cool period. Oh, yeah. that's All right. yeah, yeah. There no you kidding. go. Like, all right, I'm going to bend the rules. Too bad there's no time travel because all the time travelers would be revisiting that. <clears throat> um, well, actually, no, I mean, yeah, it needs to be a specific thing. Okay, so yeah, uh, the exoterrestrial. That sounds exactly like the name of the fourth Wikipedia I click article I would click on in a series of going too deep yeah. down a chain. Indeed. You All right. Could, uh, you could shorten dark. it to the X-Ag revolution. 
Yeah, let's. It's okay. Okay. Cultural revolution. I love it. I mean, go ahead and stick that in parentheses like we did with SST. That's probably how people in the world refer to it. Okay. Uh, light or dark? Um, I think this is light. This is this is like a hopeful time. We've sure. Managed to resolve the conflict, and now we're doing the part where we're not just like surviving. We're learning to thrive. Okay. Excellent. All right. Um, so we've hit the end of one round. So next, Ben is going to be our focus. Having said, or our lens, excuse me, and he's going to pick a focus. Ben, you are now our lens. So pick for us a focus for round two. This is uh, anything that we want to talk about. It does not have to be at all related to stuff we have talked about already. Uh, as a reminder, if you want stuff from our palette actually in there, you should probably use it. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, I think it's something in here, maybe. Sure. Sure. Um, I think I pulled that for the first one, actually. Um, no, this is, because I think it's important to have in any story, uh, a story of filling it all out, uh, corporations. Because okay. I mean, how else did we get to where we go? Either either corporation, I don't know if it's a separate thing, or but like political slash uh, economic corporation. My Thank thought you being so that, much like, for being up the next thing I was thinking of. Because <laughs> what I was, because my thought was like, 15th century Catholic Church was not just religious; it was political and business all at the same time. I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to think of a, a good general term for this. Um, well, I think in most science fiction, or at least a lot of what I'm familiar with, just slapping the word corporation on something sort of covers what he's referring to. They become yeah, yeah. that. Like if you look at like um, what's this? What's the cyber cyberpunk? If you look at cyberpunk, it just mega corporations. Yeah, like it's just the word you slap on everything big. Yeah, you have megacore and omni vat and yada yada. Yeah, right. they're just general well, what, and do we want to make the round focus here then corporations? Yeah, and we can just sort of work around that. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so our round focus is corporations. Everything that we need to come up with for this round should in some way touch on corporations in a fairly broad sense. Good or bad. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. All right. Ben, what's our first one? Um, this would be pre-settlement of the new boundary um, mm -hmm. because they exist before that. Uh, the Platinum Nova Syndicate. Okay. So establishment um, of a quasi yakuza esque. Um, it's a, it would be the criminal the criminal organization. But, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh yeah. So what, establishment what was of, the the name platinum, of the organization. Platinum Nova Syndicate gives the space, gives the crime, gives the money. And this is um, kind of a, a is this a criminal syndicate? Is this a yeah? It's a like. It's business. It's a business front, but definitely seedy underbelly, backdoor dealing kind of thing. Um, so so like very a, mob slash yakuza esque. A crime corporation, basically. Yes. Sounds like a cross between the yakuza and the Chicago outfit. 
Right. So I was thinking instead of establishment, maybe the rise of. All right. That works for me. They specced into space travel early and it turns out it actually worked. Right. Um, and so, like they would have been somebody who would took the open sourcing very uh, and and used it for their ends while somebody else is using it for beneficial. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Light or dark? Dark. All right. And I assume we're doing this as an event here under yeah. our development of FTL or EFTL. Okay. Cool. Peter. Okay. This is under the settlement of the new boundary, but before the loose unification of old earth and newly settled systems. Okay. After so, collapse of Grindel four? Before. Before. Okay. Um, and I'm going to call this the tightening of the golden fist. And uh, this is basically um, a bunch of corporations kind of create these horribly exploitative little like isolated enclaves um, off in remote, you know, sections of space where they can just do all kinds of horrible things and commit OSHA violations left and right and just use people as machines, basically. And this is definitely a dark one. Okay. Um, just to double check with you, on our lines and veils, we've got slavery as a veil. Are we touching on that at all here? Or no, I think we're just we're just talking like think like every awful cyberpunk corporation or Wayland Yutani from Aliens sure. or something like that. Just, okay. just normal bad, you know, overuse of accountability. People. Yeah, corporate greed. So like, Okay, yeah. just, just wanted to double check. Read nonsense. Wanted, wanted to double check on that. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, uh, probably a better um, way of thinking of this is um, industrial revolution stuff in like England, where it's like, you know, yeah, you're getting paid, but you don't really like a lot of like the, the fights over labor laws and stuff haven't happened yet. So that kind of a thing. Okay, so we've got these wholly owned, isolated, exploitative enclaves, exploitative industrial enclaves. Yep. Probably mostly mining, I would think. Sure. So okay. Like the company store. Space tradition, yeah. Yeah, company store, like, um, yeah, sure. just... Well, do you, want, do you want to limit it to mining or just have it as a more general thing? I, um, I mining and heavy industry like this is they're not doing like setting up like um coating sweatshops and stuff out there it's i i'm kind of trying to invoke a little bit of like um like the coal mining and stuff that went on in like west virginia and stuff yeah here. yeah i get you okay so we've got mining and heavy industry on claims and i like that specificity mm -hmm. a little bit because it says like hey this sector's bad there's others it's okay yep cool all right i like it a lot ryan uh can i type in the thing in in um, the document i want to make sure i spell something right that's a great question give it a try i don't okay. know like uh, sorry i meant more from a you don't care perspective oh i don't care i know i know it works i tested it earlier okay so i'm gonna go an event under okay so real quick 
events don't nest under each other. Okay. Scenes uh, nest they under are in events. order. But if you want to go under something, you can have a scene, which is okay. a very specific event where you ask a question and then answer it. And either you can ask a question and answer it, like how, like what was it like, like what was the moment like when EFTL was announced or who announced okay. EFTL? And that's exactly that where I'm going with this. Okay. Super specific. Okay. Or you can say, hey guys, what was this like? And then we all come up with a couple of characters, play it out and see what that was like. And that's what a scene is. Okay. So I want to go, what was, what it was like when the, I want to make sure I say this right. Malawian, I believe this is correct. Mm-hmm. The Malawi people, you know, released the EFTL and I, I Googled something and hopefully the translator did not betray me in this. Um, so I'm going to do the, the scene is the creation of the, the Qua on say, which is a, um, not for profit open source organization in Malawi mm-hmm. that holds the open source licensing for things like the EFTL. Okay. Okay. It's it's so, them open sourcing it, but them open sourcing like kind of the same way you do Linux. Right. Linux establishment of the Linux, Linux Foundation or something, yeah. Sure. Okay. Like so them them taking the, so them not just the, doing it but um keeping themselves right. involved in it. So what's the question we're asking here? And when I say ask, asking, you're posing a question. You may have an answer. Sure. I'm posing the question of, of how did they release the EFTL? And my answer is that they do so through the creation of an open source organization. Okay. I guess cool. is what I'm going with it. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. So how was EFTL announced and handled? Um given to uh tech given to Onse to hold and oversee it's it's if i got the translation correct it's the chichewa which i think is their primary well it's not their primary language but it's their mm-hmm. main native language it's the way you say for all neat in that language Technically, apparently, the primary language in Malawi is apparently English, but the primary native language appears to be that. Gotcha. And light or dark? Um, can it be both? Sadly, no. Okay, I'm going to go dark. Not because it's bad, but because it ends up going... Making it open source allows it to go poor places. That's why in my mind it's both, because it is used for good and bad. Well, I let's let's have it as dark. I think that is interesting. Like, because that makes us say, okay, well, this was a, it seems like a good thing, but tonally, why was this bad? And and I and I don't, to be clear, I don't want to put this on them as being a poor decision it just ultimately leads a poor place because other people make bad decisions from their good one okay well i'll tell you what why don't we say that that's a good decision right that's light and what happens there's room for other scenes that follow or other events that follow 
that are themselves dark. I prefer that, yes. Because I like keeping with Peter's tone of where this comes from. Yeah. But ultimately, when you open source something, it lends to the potential of something poor happening with it. Right. And we've yeah. also now established this Quat on, say, foundation. Right. Which is great. Which is really more my point than anything else. Right. Cool. All right, Daniel. Uh, something that happened as a result of the XAG revolution uh, is that the need for, let's say, that the corporations around the Golden Fist, or their power was weakened a lot because you have this sudden expansion in technologies that maybe you're not relying so much on whatever's being like mined out of that sector. Like it lessens okay. the dependent, it lessens galactic dependency on them. Yes. Oh. Good. Oh, so like galactic subsistence farming revolution. That's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's a revolution in two ways. Okay, so Exag revolution, is that freeing these workers from dependence on the corporations? Um, or just or opening like, up the galaxy as a whole? I mean, it would probably do both. If you can grow your own food, you don't need to buy it from the company store. So I, so in my mind, it's it's one of those like domino effects. It like opens up availability, so people don't have to go to like the mining colonies. So it's um, in my head, this is something that like. It, it's not just like instantaneous of, oh, this thing's over. It's it's like over time, the golden fist grows weaker and weaker and weaker because this revolution is pulling more people from it. So it's it's not just like a light switch flipping. It's, it's like this thing takes place over time. As the dependency so, lessens, the, as their, their power lessens, as the dependency lessens. Yes. Which, okay. I'm I'm also if anyone wants to jump on it I'm setting a stage for a good conflict cuz power never uh lets go of power without a struggle. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to think how to phrase this here. Yeah, um cuz you you were describing like a big movement. Yeah. It it relieves tension, it relieves resource tension. Slowly um, relieves resource tension. I think to Daniel's point that's not something that would happen or Necessarily or immediately. You could, you could even say that it um, weakens the monopoly of the Golden Fist. Like... Lessens reliance on the Golden Fist or something. Yeah. You know, kind of like the, the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. How, you know, Rome didn't actually end in, what is it, like 611. That's just a very handy date, but that's not really what caused the fall of the Roman Empire. It was like 200 years of slow progress till it happened less of a it's less of a breaking point and more of a, a description of what leads to the breaking point yeah okay so let's let's write this as loosening of the golden fist exag revolution breaks corporate monopolies and allows corporate enclaves more independence great okay uh light or dark um it's okay if it's light I think this is this is one of those light things that there's definitely room if someone wants to come in with some dark consequences. Cool. Sure. Absolutely. All right. I guess it's my turn now. So, uh, 
corporations. Okay, I'm gonna, ooh, let's see. Um, I'm so focused on writing, I haven't had a chance to think a whole lot here. So let's go back to the uh, the first AI war here. We've got our, our sovereignty treaty, but before that, why don't we say that AI-driven war fleets get, uh, you know, developed by corporations fought large uh, parts of this war. And these are separate from our other original AIs. Sure, these are, these are what's fighting. Against the AIs for the non-AIs. Yeah, for, for us. And I, I, this also is playing into a legacy I want to establish a little bit. So, Fair enough. That, Interesting. Fighting fire with fire? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Intriguing. Um, well, more, more like... Um, I think drone fleets here. Yeah, I was, oh, I was thinking okay. like drone fleets trying to chase down birds. Like... In, <laughs> okay. Because... Because one is like, you know, sentient and developed. Fluid. And the, the other one is we invented these things that kind of look and behave like them. So, like, if we made a fleet of ornithopters to go fight birds, I think, if I'm understanding you correctly. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, so development of AI-controlled drone fleets by Earth corporations for fighting against AI alien AI societies. And I'm going to label that as a dark darkened tone. All right. right. Ben, you, as our lens, get the final say here. You can add an event or an event and a scene. I was actually playing with, kind of going off of Ryan. I don't know if this necessarily fits in the, the micro scope structure that we were trying to do, um, but I have the linguist who created the um, the universal translator. Ooh. Okay. I mean, that's another event, technically. Yeah. So that'd be an event under, uh, I would probably put it pre-FTL um, since we had it. And then it's just a developmental. Uh, let, let me throw this out there. Is that maybe what ended the AI war? Could be. Ooh, I do like that. Uh, yeah. If, if we're voting on ideas, that's a fantastic idea. It could very could be. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to also. I'm trying to also keep with uh, what Peter was talking about with uh, Malawi and the open source and all that. Aolani Kewa is the Papua New Guinean Papuan um, okay. linguist. They are the most uh, most languages on Earth in any one country. Seems appropriate that they would be the ones to unify a computer structure to translate. Google Translate, essentially, that actually works. Live, constant, on-the-spot Google Translate. Cool. <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay, so we got a pop that, like, linguist. If you, if you can put the name in chat or type it in here. Yeah, I'll type it in. Uh, where right. would you like to put this under the, the AI war? Uh, there we go. I, got it. I see it. That seems logical to me, but it's your choice. It's. I don't know if this is going to screw us up in understanding but that's apparently the right term. Okay. Papawan. Close enough. That's fine. I think there's only so many things that start that okay. way. I, like it's, I think it's still discernible enough. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. And it's, honestly, it's just, I think the, right, light the burden's dark. on us to understand it, not for fair them to come up with yep. a better word. Yeah. I put it in parentheses just for my notes, but that's fine. All right. Uh, light Agreed. or dark? A light. All right. Because it it helped. Because the way I see it is, this is the the unific the unifying event that allows mis the, the the miscommunications and the misunderstandings of, in societies to not be verbal. We still have the cultural clashing, but we don't have verbal clashing and misunderstandings. Okay, so when, you as the lens have the opportunity to add both an event and a scene in that event. Do you want to add a scene of some of somebody using this to establish communication with these alien AIs for the first time? It'd be nested under this. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything for that. Um, I necessarily. Uh, well, it, that's okay. That's totally yeah. okay because we could play this out as a scene. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have anything necessarily for this that okay. I was thinking. Then we can, of. Leave, I, it, I was, we can leave it alone, and that, and we just yeah, we can kind of assume that that's there, and that's okay. Okay, so my role as uh, legacy here. You know, so so I'm coming up with a legacy. And I think my legacy here is going to be semi-sentient robots. So we have AIs, but we also have a lot of just robots around. Started as these drone fleets, maybe not. So we still maintain the tin can aesthetic for some amount of it, but not all of it. Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Would, would you call that like Star Wars droids versus actual AI? Dumber than droids is what I'm okay. personally thinking of. That's why, hence, semi-sentient. Like yeah. uh, um, one of the VIs from Mass Effect, like that guide one on the Citadel that kind of tells remember you where I everything played, is. Like, and... This much Mass Effect, right? I know, it's real early. It's like you're walking around the Citadel kind of in the early portions of the game. And so it's like Avena is the name of it. You walk up and it kind of so tells like, you, you can find this over here. I mean, I think we all understand here. the idea of like... Yeah. Helper robots that aren't fully sentient. Yeah, absolutely. Um, trying to figure out where to put an event in here for that. I think I'm going to put that before the loosening of the Golden Fist here in the exoterrestrial agricultural revolution. Spread of robotic, say, um, spread of hardy robotic. Workers allows, I don't want to use the word exploitation, even though that's kind of the 4X term, um, access to previously unavailable resources. And I think that is a light thing. We've determined that this gas giant has a bunch of, you know, hunks of palladium down in the bottom of its crushing atmosphere sure would be nice if we could get that somehow yeah absolutely so there's there's my legacy and an event based on that thanks for listening to city on the hill gaming if you'd like to hear more episodes find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com or wherever you listen to podcasts you can follow us on twitter at city on the hill game on instagram at city on the hill gaming you can also find us on youtube or twitch by searching for city on the hill gaming if you'd like to send us an email, you can find us at cityonahillgaming at gmail.com. 
If you want to hear more from the Saving the Game folks, find them at stgcast.org for their backlog of episodes. And we're also on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash Gaming. Thanks as always to all of our Patreon backers, Grizzly Rich, JD, Brian, Sirlord Epic Name, Andrew and Christina, and Tony. Thank you guys for all you do to support the show. We love you, and we appreciate all of your help. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.